Welcome listeners to Snippets of Knowledge. In today's episode, we delve into the insights of the book, The Outsiders by William N. Thorndike, revealing the unconventional success secrets of eight unorthodox CEOs. These leaders defied the norms of corporate America and, in doing so, delivered phenomenal results to their shareholders. Prepare to have your perspective on business leadership completely transformed as we take a closer look at what set these individuals apart from their peers. Sit back, relax, and let's unlock the secrets of their outsized success. The beauty of The Outsiders lies in its deep dive into the world of eight CEOs who shattered the mold of traditional corporate management. These aren't your average by-the-book leaders. They're mavericks who played the game of business like virtuosos. First up, let's sail into the narrative of Tom Murphy at Capital Cities Broadcasting. His mantra was simplicity itself. Buy undervalued assets, improve operations, and focus on per-share profits. It seems easy, but oh, how it worked wonders. Under Murphy's direction, Capital Cities saw a return of 19, 9% annually, eclipsing the S&P 500's 13, 8%. Next, we turn our attention to Henry Singleton of Teledyne. Talk about a legend. This guy took the reins of capital allocation to an unprecedented level. Buying back shares when they were cheap and issuing them when overvalued, the man was a master at ensuring his shareholders warmed their pockets. And who could forget Bill Anders at General Dynamics? He took what was a sprawling defense behemoth and streamlined it, selling off unrelated businesses and returning the proceeds to shareholders. Then there's John Malone at TCI. Malone was a pioneer in the cable industry, using debt strategically and focusing on increasing equity value per subscriber. This resulted in returns that didn't just climb, but practically pole vaulted over conventional metrics. We also have Catherine Graham of the Washington Post, who led her company to a 22, 3% annual return. Graham's genius lay in her ability to act decisively, and her foray into cable TV was just the golden ticket needed. Others who deserve the spotlight include Bill Stiritz at Ralston Purina with his bold moves into unrelated businesses that maximized shareholder value, Dick Smith of General Cinema, the king of diversification and share buybacks, and finally, Warren Buffett of Berkshire Hathaway, the oracle himself, whose name is synonymous with shrewd investing and staggering returns. The common thread weaving through the fabric of these CEOs' narratives is a brazen disregard for the conventional. They focused intensely on what mattered most, maximizing shareholder value, often in ways that were anything but textbook. And boy, did it pay off. Capital allocation might sound like a term reserved for financial analysts or industry insiders, but its impact echoes throughout a company's lifespan. And in The Outsiders, it's thrust into the limelight as the unsung hero of business strategy. The book illustrates this through the actions of the eight featured CEOs, shedding light on how their masterful capital allocation was a pivotal driving force for their company's extraordinary returns. So what exactly did these leaders do with their company's capital that set them apart? Some wielded the power of dividends not as mere payouts to satisfy shareholders, but as tactical tools adjusted in harmony with the company's growth strategy and market conditions. Others saw the unappreciated value in their own stock and instituted buybacks, a move that, when timed right, could be likened to buying dollar bills for 50 cents. Then there's the art of acquisitions, where these CEOs shunned the siren songs of synergy promises for the hard metrics that mattered. They sought undervalued assets, integrated them meticulously, and avoided overpaying, 
which is a common pitfall in the M&A world. They didn't just grow for growth's sake. They grew with purpose and precision. And of course, we can't forget the CEO's investments back into their own businesses. With an eye keenly fixed on long-term value, they championed R&D, operational upgrades, and expansions into new markets only when the expected returns justified the expenditures. Through it all, these CEOs taught us that capital allocation isn't just about where the money goes. It's the strategic blueprint directing each dollar to its highest and best use. Through dividends, buybacks, acquisitions, and reinvestment, these unlikely corporate heroes sculpted legacy companies that stood the test of time and rewarded those who bet on their vision. Picture this, it's that time of the quarter again, when companies report their earnings and analysts dig through the numbers, typically zooming in on earnings growth as the holy grail of performance metrics. But hold on, the outsiders takes us down a different path, one tread by exceptional CEOs who dared to step away from this traditional yardstick. Now, our featured Mavericks observed the business world with a different lens. They saw earnings growth as a potentially misleading indicator, one vulnerable to accounting maneuvers and short-term thinking. Instead, they played a different game, one where per share value and free cash flow were the scorekeepers. These CEOs recognized something crucial. Growing earnings per share is not always consonant with creating value for shareholders. It's like being on a financial diet. It's not about how much you eat, but the quality of your calories. In the corporate world, it's not just about how much profit you make, but how much of that profit actually enriches the shareholders. Perhaps most fascinating is how they embraced cash flow as the bloodstream of the business, a more reliable and unvarnished measure of financial health. You see, earnings can be like a siren's call, beguiling yet deceiving, while cash flow is the hard cash that's actually available to invest back into the business or return to the shareholders. And it's this relentless focus on per share value and the generation of cash that marked the true north for these business helmsmen. They knew that over time, the stock market would recognize and reward the intrinsic value created, leading to superior returns. So while the rest of the world chased after earnings growth, our CEOs concentrated on the metrics that truly matter, proving that sometimes walking off the beaten track with a pair of sharper lenses can uncover the path to extraordinary success. In The Outsiders, we dive into a fascinating aspect of these CEOs' strategies, the unwavering focus on long-term thinking. This wasn't just a preference, it was a principle. While the rest of Wall Street seemed fixated on the next quarter's earnings, our lineup of Mavericks played a different game entirely. They set their sights on horizons far beyond immediate financial reports. Think of it this way. If most CEOs were sprinters trying to win short races, our outsiders were marathon runners pacing themselves for a grander victory. This isn't to say they disregarded short-term results entirely. No, they understood that quarterly earnings were important, but they didn't let them dictate the company's overall strategy. It's like planting a tree. You don't plant an oak seedling and uproot it every few months to check if it's growing. You let it take root and give it time to tower over the landscape. That's what these CEOs did. They planted their company's strategic seedlings with care and gave them the time they needed to grow solid, expansive, and fruitful. By adopting this mindset, they often ran counter to Wall Street's pressures. Analysts, craving the next big headline or earning surprise, might criticize or fail to understand their moves, but these CEOs didn't waver. In the pages of Thorndike's book, we see time and time again how thinking in terms of decades, not just quarters, 
allowed them to make decisions that might have seemed risky or unconventional at the time. But with the clarity of hindsight, we see those decisions yielded impressive long-term results, creating immense value for their shareholders and changing the game in their industries. Independent thinking, now that's where the rule book gets tossed out the window, and the CEOs from the outsiders are nothing short of rule book tossing mavericks. They demonstrate a fierce autonomy of thought that sets them apart. Imagine this, while the rest of the market zigs, these leaders zag. And it's not just for the sake of being different. Their contrarian investment decisions are backed by in-depth understanding and foresight. Warren Buffett, one of the CEOs highlighted by Thorndike, epitomizes this trait. He's not swayed by market trends or analyst opinions. Instead, he zeroes in on the long-term value, looking for opportunities that others might overlook or avoid due to short-term concerns. He picks stocks based on intrinsic value, not market sentiment, which is why when others are fearful, Buffett gets greedy. And when others get greedy, he's fearful. Then there's Catherine Graham of the Washington Post Company. Steering clear of the high-tech or in-vogue investments during the late 20th century, she focused on diversifying the company's portfolio into education and television, sectors that provided stable, long-term returns. These CEOs don't just think independently, they act on it. They trust their analysis, their gut, and their experience, even when it means stepping into seemingly treacherous waters. And the payoff? It's more often than not exceptionally handsome. From astronomical returns to industry-leading positions, their companies are testaments to the success that can come from stepping off the beaten path and making those solitary, often contrarian, but ultimately rewarding business decisions. While skill and strategy are often highlighted in the stories of successful business leaders, the outsiders does not shy away from admitting a truth we should all consider, the role of luck. William N. Thorndike dares to suggest that luck played a part in the success of the eight CEOs featured in the book. But while we nod to the serendipitous winds of fortune, it's crucial to not overlook the exceptional skill in capital allocation displayed by each of these leaders. They didn't just throw the dice and hope for the best. They made calculated decisions that many others wouldn't. Think of it like a masterful poker player. They play the hand they're dealt with such skill that it's easy to overlook how much the shuffle of the cards mattered. These CEOs were the poker champions of the business world, blending skill with the good luck of being in the right place at the right time to maximize shareholders' wealth. So how did they do it? They approached each investment with a blend of wisdom and patience, treating company cash as if it was their own and investing only when the odds were in their favor. They were not just lucky. They often made their own luck by crafting strategies that capitalized on opportunities that others failed to see or were too timid to seize. As much as we'd like to attribute success to pure talent and foresight, The Outsiders invites us to acknowledge the full picture. It's a humbling reminder that even the most formidable business moguls occasionally need the stars to align. Yet, when you pair that sliver of luck with a keen sense of how to allocate capital efficiently, you set the stage for extraordinary achievements in the corporate world. And there we have it. The remarkable stories of eight CEOs who defied conventional wisdom to achieve phenomenal success. The Outsiders illustrates the power of thinking differently in the world of business and finance. These leaders show us that stepping away from the crowd, focusing on long-term value, and making independent, sometimes contrarian choices can truly pay off. It's clear that mastering the art of capital allocation and not getting distracted by the noise can lead to extraordinary results for companies and their shareholders alike. 
Let's take these lessons to heart and look beyond the ordinary, for it's often the unconventional path that leads to outsized success. Keep these insights in mind as you ponder your own business and investment decisions. Thank you for tuning in to Snippets of Knowledge. If you enjoyed our journey through the key insights of the outsiders, consider how these maverick leaders defy conventional wisdom to achieve remarkable success. Reflect on how you can apply the principles of great capital allocation and independent thinking in your own ventures. And remember, sometimes the road less traveled can make all the difference. Join us next time for more enlightening discussions that just might challenge the way you think about business and investing. Until then, keep turning the pages and seeking the snippets of knowledge that will help you grow. Keep learning, keep growing, and thanks for listening.